Welcome to Deeply Rooted Online, where women encourage women by sharing scripture and stories of God at work. Welcome back again to this wonderful series on prayer to start the year off. 2024, we're starting with prayer. Can't think of a better way to start it. And we have Esther today with us and Martha. I'm Val. And Esther's going to bring us a word about prayer. Thank you, Val. Uh, Sometimes we wonder, does God really hear us when we pray? So today I want to talk about what actually happens in heaven when we pray. Um, And I often wonder, why do I need to pray when God already knows what I need? He knows my situation. He knows what he's going to even do in that situation. So what is the purpose of prayer? So I'm hoping today, as we look at some scripture, and maybe you get a pen and write down the scripture references and look at them later, um, that some of these will reassure you that prayer is something God calls us to. And it's for a purpose, and he does hear us. He hears us, and he has a plan. Um, In 1 John 5, 14 to 15, it says, And this is the confidence that we have toward him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us in whatever we ask, we know that we have the requests that we have asked of him. So, does this mean we get everything we want? I wish. (laughs) Did you catch that piece that says, according to his will? Um, This reminds me that God wants to see our heart posture. He wants us to be open to what he's planning on doing in this situation, especially seeing he knows what's best for us. Um, My request for healing of uh, a relative who's sick or... um, a resolution of a situation in my life may not exactly be God's plan for what's good for me and for that situation. And so I have to learn to give it to him, but trust that his plans are good. I know. It's interesting, that scripture, that we know that he hears us, and then we have what we've asked for. Mm -hmm. And as with all scripture, we want to balance it. Because we can't just go out there and say, you know, I'd like a pink Cadillac, or um, that would not be my choice. I like the the Boxster. But, um, you know, this isn't the kind of thing. And it makes me think of this scripture in James. It's a hard scripture, but it says very clearly here, James jumps in and says, Yet you don't have what you want because you don't ask God for it. So our first problem, we don't pray. But then the second thing he says, even when you ask, you don't get it because your motives are all wrong. You want only what will give you pleasure. Mm. So we have to understand the purpose of prayer mm-hmm. and what God um, wants for us in our prayer lives God wants the best for us. Mm -hmm. And as we know, those of us who've raised toddlers, the thing I really look for isn't always the thing that is best for me. Mm -hmm. And so we need to understand and dig in more as to what God's plan for prayer is. And that's why I'm so excited with what you've brought today, Mm -hmm. Esther, about how prayer works in heaven. Right, yes. So 
we know God sees our struggles. We know that our struggles may be kept secret from others. We sometimes can successfully hide our struggles. Um, but And they may be financial. They may be emotional. They may be health-related. I can carry them alone, or I can give them to God. And uh, I, I know that if you and I do that, we, he will look after them in the way that is best for us. Val, you have a passage that you wanted to refer to. I, I do, I do. Um, Hagar is an interesting character in the Bible. You know, she's a, a slave, and she's forced into a situation that's not really of, of her doing whatsoever. And uh, Sarah you know, forces her to be like a, a wife to Abraham. And then once she does become pregnant, Sarah reverses that and is like, wait a second, now I'm jealous of this, get rid of her. And so poor little Hagar is thrown out into, you know, the desert, she runs away. But she, uh, God speaks to her. God says he sees her. And Hagar is, is uh, she actually names that well that she has run to, the God who sees. Mm -hmm. And I just think that's such a comfort to anybody who's listening that, like you said, there could be secret wants or, or problems, but God sees that. And he will attend to that. And that's a huge encouragement to mm -hmm. us. Even if it's a silent little prayer in the back of our mind, God sees. Mm -hmm. I wanted to remind you of 1 Peter 3.12. It says, For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are open to their prayer. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. Isn't it reassuring to know that the God who is keeping all the planets in orbit, our big solar system has enough capacity to still care about my needs and see me. Um, and, you know, we may not even have big needs right now. Maybe life is going pretty good for us right now. But if we look at the news and we look outside of us and we see how many struggles are going on in our world and we see the pain that the poor um, people in Israel or the people in Ukraine are suffering right now, um, we can look to God and we can call upon him. Psalm 10 and 12 says, Arise, O Lord, O God, lift up your hand, forget not the afflicted. And so we can call to God on behalf of others if we're, having, if we're doing okay right now in our own selves. Um, so God hears... God sees from heaven. But I wanted to remind us that God protects. And <clears throat> so um, there's a passage in Psalm 91 that I'm going to get Val to read. And I'm reading out of the Amplified Version. For he will give his angels charge over you to accompany and defend and preserve you in all your ways of obedience and service. And they shall bear you up on their hands, lest you dash your foot against a stone. How amazing is that? It is. It's totally amazing. And to think that we literally have the power of heaven's angels, and they are there to help us when we're facing challenges that seem so huge. Um, that is actually incredible to me. So um, then... 
I think of the, uh, my last thought is that God actually delights in our prayers. So we find in Revelation 5 and 8 where John has a vision of what is happening in heaven. And this is what it says. And when he had taken the scroll, the four living creatures and the 24 elders fell down before the lamb, each holding a harp and golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of the saints. So I'm thinking now that God actually collects our prayers in golden bowls. And so he actually delights in them. When you think of incense, incense is that sweet smell that when it's burned. And God loves to delight in our prayers. That is so... so when you, th- when you think of the incredible power that prayer has, God sees, God hears, God delights in our prayers, and he sends angels to help us. Why do we not utilize it when we're overwhelmed? Why can't we be humbled enough to just call on him? It's, it's actually pretty um, convicting to me as I think of it. Uh, In my own life, I find that when life is super stressful and I really don't know where to go and what to do, I actually write out my prayer requests on index cards. And I I pulled these out from a number of years ago. And I wanted to just share one with you because back in 2010, um, I was working as a nurse, but I felt I wanted to increase my scope of practice and I wanted to go back to university and get my degree. And so um, my husband and I prayed about it and discussed this opportunity and um, with family needs and church and my work, I, I, I knew this was going to be an uphill uh, hill to climb for three years, but we felt that this was something I would do. So after the first year of school, um, I wrote this out, the finals were, were done, and I really was unsure if I had passed a couple of courses. Um, and I felt like this might be God saying, maybe this is not for you to do. Maybe you need to be satisfied. And so that was April the 30th. I wrote the prayer, God, please allow me to pass and show me what your will is. And I wrote down in On May the 6th, God's answer, my marks were amazing. So in, in, like, it just was God's way of saying, okay, I'm going to open the door. I'm not going to close it right now. I I, I want you to do this. I want you to go ahead. And so that's just a little reminder to me that, you know, we don't have the opportunity to have a conversation with God, but he shows us his will. Mm-hmm. We give him the situation, and he actually indicates it with doors closed and doors open. And um, I just think that, you know, how, sometimes I wonder if we actually don't engage with God because we don't feel we can hear the answer. But, you know, I wonder if, from God's perspective, it feels to him like it feels to us when we're sitting in a conversation with somebody and they're scrolling on their phone and they're checking their notifications and they're distracted. They're, they're not engaging in that conversation. And 
I wonder if God feels like we're too busy and we're too distracted to actually engage with him. And so I just wanted to share this neat little tool. I've got my index cards that I, I use for my prayer requests, but I also wanted to show um, you an app called Prayer Mate. It is wonderful, and it's kind of in lieu of these index cards. So you, you download the app, and it's free. And you can create um, prayer request cards in different categories. So there's um, my walk with God, my family, my church, sharing my faith. And as you swipe through those prayer requests every day, you can edit them, you can add to them, you can say how God answered them. But it's a way of keeping me from being distracted. As I go through those prayer requests, I'm engaging with God and I'm praying over, and I actually write out my prayer on those little cards so that I I actually say to God what's on my heart. And I know he loves that. He loves to have me open my heart to him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like that, Esther. I really do. And, you know, um, I was struck when you read Revelation uh, about God collecting the prayers. Mm. And it also tells us in the Old Testament, he collects our tears in a bottle. Mm-hmm. So these little teeny things, sometimes I think we don't think it's important enough to bring to God. And he is concerned about the smallest thing, and he collects them. He remembers them. So I love what you had, that he sees and that he hears mm-hmm. and protects. And he just is delights in our prayers. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if you just have a little takeaway that, uh, the, the, that the audience can, uh, can really you know, chew on for the next week or so. Well, I wanted to remind us of Jesus and his experience with prayer. Um, in Luke 22... We read about him in the garden where he was in agony in the Mount, on the Mount of Olives to pray, and he's, he knew his hour was near. And as he anticipated what was about to happen, his betrayal, the trial before Pilate, suffering on the cross, Luke says he was in agony. And he prayed to his heavenly Father, and it says in verse 43 that there appeared an angel from heaven strengthening him. And so I think, isn't it comforting to know that he hears, he sees, he sends angels Mm -hmm. to comfort us and to lift us up, and he delights in our prayers. Mm -hmm. In our agony, let's, or even in our joy, let's follow Jesus' example and access the comfort and the strength available through prayer to the one who knows our needs intimately, and he wants to be our source of strength. Inspiring words, Esther. Thank you. And audience, let's, um, if you can, go back over these episodes in January on prayer, Mm -hmm. and let's start off 2024 on such a good foot or bend at knee. (laughs) So stay rooted. Until next Thanks time. for joining us at Deeply Rooted today. If God has been speaking to you and you want to connect with someone for prayer, email us at deeplyrooted at myharvestchurch.ca. Be sure to subscribe to this channel to receive notifications when new content is released. And finally, let's stay connected with one another and deeply rooted in Christ. <laughs>